Today is Thursday, December 21st, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Batches Media. I'm Amanda Duberman, filling in for Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take aside and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This holiday season, I am shopping at Quince. It is my go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for everyone on my list, including myself, of course. I have recommended this before personally because I have tried so much from Quince. I love their linen pants in particular, and I am obsessed with their suede clogs, which you can get at a fraction of the price of other brands, but are just as comfy and durable. I actually bought mine after borrowing a friend's pair, and I never looked back. If you need last-minute gifts and there's something your loved one has been coveting, Quince is your answer. So get affordable luxury for everyone on your list with Quince. Go to quince.com slash morning for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. We'll start today with some of the fallout from the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to disqualify Donald Trump from the state's ballot. As for President Biden, he responded to the ruling by agreeing that Trump definitely engaged in insurrection, happy to hear that Biden's eyes still work, but declined to offer an explicit opinion on if this barred Trump from holding higher office again, saying that it's a matter the courts will determine. The Supreme Court will indeed decide next year whether to uphold Colorado's decision that Trump both participated in an insurrection and qualifies for disqualification. That was a weird turn of phrase, I know, but one of the main questions circulating today is indeed whether Section 3 of the 14th Amendment applies to former presidents. Which to me sounds like asking if murder charges apply to murderers, but go off, tediously glib lawyers, I guess, go off. Other Democrats were relatively quiet, actually. The party fears that Trump can use the decision to his advantage by feigning victimhood and claiming that the nation's courts, which he largely stacked with his own supporters, are denying voters the opportunity to decide whether Trump should hold office. Personally, as a voter, I would love to be denied that opportunity. If I had a penny for every single time we talked about the status of Confederate statues in Virginia, I would have a life-size statue of Abraham Lincoln composed of tiny Abraham Lincolns to erect in their place. Earlier this week, a federal judge ruled that the state can remove a memorial to Confederate soldiers at the Arlington National Cemetery. The same U.S. District Judge had previously issued an injunction after supporters of the memorial, including members of the groups Defend Arlington and Save Southern Heritage Florida, expressed concerns that removing the memorial would cause damage to nearby graves. That judge then surveyed the cemetery himself and concluded that surrounding graves and headstones were being treated respectfully. The judge called claims of grave desecration, quote, at best ill-informed and at worst inaccurate. The cemetery is legally obligated to remove the memorial by the end of the year, which means that contractors could now theoretically have to work through Christmas to ensure the monument's removal. Imagine working so, so hard to preserve a monument to America's darkest sins, and all you did was make people work during Christmas. After its removal, the statue will be relocated to state-owned land in the Shenandoah Valley per instructions from Governor Glenn Youngkin, because of course he did. For a second time this week, the UN Security Council has postponed voting on a resolution calling for a pause in fighting between Israel and Hamas. The delay reportedly owes to an effort to ensure U.S. support for the resolution. The United States vetoed earlier attempts by the council to pass a non-binding resolution to pause fighting and to allow for the delivery of humanitarian aid to the besieged enclave. According to the New York Times, one of the issues holding up the vote relates to who will be responsible for the inspection of humanitarian aid moving forward. The UN says nearly every household in Gaza is facing a severe lack of food and water. 
with regard to a pause in fighting negotiated between Israel and Hamas. A Hamas leader reportedly traveled to Egypt on Wednesday to resume talks, but multiple outlets have reported that a deal is not close. Next up today, a New York City Council voted on Wednesday to ban solitary confinement in the city's jails, despite opposition by Mayor Eric Adams to the particulars of the bill. That might not matter, though, because a veto-proof majority of the council supports the measure. Critics of solitary confinement and experts on its effects have likened the practice to psychological torture. The decision comes after several high-profile deaths of inmates who'd been subjected to solitary confinement. The city's Department of Corrections had banned the practice in 2021, but the city acted via legislation to ensure solitary confinement is truly ended in its prisons and jails. The new law will prohibit inmates from being held in isolation in a cell for more than two hours during a 24-hour period, unless it's overnight when inmates can be held in isolation for eight hours. The legislation also mandates that correction workers check on inmates every 15 minutes and interact with them every hour. Corrections officers who oppose the legislation said that it could expose some of them to physical risk. Supportive council members hope the legislation can serve as a model for cities around the country. Finally today, a holiday travel story that will make you relieved all you faced was a three-hour delay in a terminal without a hot bar. A man has been charged with theft after stealing $23,000 while aboard a flight on the budget Singapore Airlines. He collected most of his bounty from a single passenger with $20,000 worth of currency and a black laptop bag. My first thought was why someone who can keep 20 k in a laptop bag would travel on a budget airline, but hey, maybe that's why I don't have $20,000 in cash to casually pack in my carry-on. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media, and thanks again to our partner, Quince. This holiday season, you will find me scrolling Quince. Quince is my go-to place for luxury essentials at affordable prices for absolutely everyone on my list, including me, yours truly, of course. Get affordable luxury for every single person on your list. Go to quince.com slash morning. That's quince.com slash morning for free shipping on your orders and 365-day returns. Until tomorrow, I'm Amanda Dwerpen, and now you know what the fuck is going on. 